in your dreams is brought to you by Casper. The Casper is an obsessively engineered mattress. It's at a shockingly fair price. I sleep on one. It's free shipping and returns uh-huh. to the U.S. and Canada. You can sleep on the Casper mattress for 100 nights risk-free. If you don't like it, you get a full refund. Yeah, and they even come pick it up. You can get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting Casper.com slash dreams and using the offer code DREAMS. Terms and conditions simple. apply to that. Absolutely. Course, Absolutely. Everybody should check this out. www.casper.com slash dreams. All right, I had a dream. I had a yeah. dream. I was like 14 years old. Reoccurring dream. Years afterwards. I woke up in a cold sweat after that. What does that mean? Welcome to the In Your Dreams podcast brought to you by Casper Mattress. I'm Chris Gethard. Very happy to be here. You guys leave voicemails for us describing dreams you've had, and we analyze them myself, my co-host, and a very special guest. My co-host is, of course, Gary Richardson. Gary, how are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, what's making you so great? You got That's a, a lie. I slept like shit, dude. I'm, I'm doing okay at best. That took a quick turn. Yeah, <laughs> I decided that I really want to be, like, truthful. Yeah. Yeah. Why'd you sleep so poorly? I don't know. Just like the week's been bad. My bed is made of air and plastic. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I woke up kind of on the floor. My head's kind of hurting. Yeah. But, you know, we made it. I'm here. That's tight. For sure. Yeah. I'm super happy Uh to be here with you. Uh And I'm very happy to be here with our special guest. Gary, do you want to do the honors? Yeah. Our guest is, uh, I'd say, top five dead or alive. Wow, top five Wait, dead yeah. or alive. <laughs> but what is it, though? <laughs> What's the category? It's Janelle James. Janelle James, the one and only top mm-hmm. five dead or alive. What? People say named Janelle. Influence oh, on me personally. Yes, Gary Richardson, wow. Mm-hmm. wow. That's what I'd say for me. A fantastic kid. <laughs> Janelle is one of the best. Anytime I do a show and Janelle's on the bill, I always, you know, comics, a lot of times we run around, we go see other sets or we zone out, don't watch each other sometimes mm-hmm. if you've been doing a bunch. Oh, I always watch Janelle because I know Whoa. something truthful is about to be said. I didn't yeah. know Truth that. is about to get dropped. It's my favorite. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Please, Happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for doing it. Mm-hmm. So I, I, maybe you could go ahead just so we could, you know, get into the groove of dreams and our, our listeners could get to know you a little bit. Maybe you could tell us about a dream you've had. And then uh, Gary will demonstrate his vast mm-hmm. dream analysis yeah. skills. Well, most of my dreams lately have just been horny dreams of me sleeping with different celebrities. But uh, mm-hmm. I think that's a whole 30s thing that's going on for me, you know. Really? Like a 30s sex drive thing that women go, go through. Very Tight. sexy dreams. <laughs> Are there other <laughs> celebrities that show up more consistently than others? No, like all types and <laughs> yeah. maybe not even my type. But um yeah, whatever show I'm watching, and if I fall asleep, I'm sleeping with whoever's in it. <laughs> wow. Wow. Is that? <laughs> That's great. That's tight. Yeah. I feel like we get that one. I don't need to. Yeah. But yeah. No analysis on that? No, no. I think we get it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's tight. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. I've had a reoccurring dream. This is the only dream I can remember that I've had like more than once, which I think is weird, where I'm just driving in like silence. Just okay. on a long road. Straight road? Straight road. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I'm in an old, like one of my first cars, which was a Volvo station wagon that I haven't owned in years, at least a decade. But I'm always in that car. And yeah, I'm just driving. No music. Sounds quite peaceful. Yeah. Um, or is it stressful? Pretty, uh, 
Is it stressful? It I'm stresses just, you out. Interesting. Yeah, I think okay. so. Oh, wow. Because I also thought it was a peaceful thing. I thought it was a, a stay the course kind of dream. No, I'm mm-hmm. like, where's the sound? Like, I always think that. Like, it's so uh, quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Gary, from someone who is trained, who has a degree. Absolutely. You got your degree in three years. You blazed through mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the system at Naropa. Is Absolutely. it an institute, university? They are one and the same to me. Okay. Yeah. As, it is called I, the Naropa Institute. Okay. But it is a university to me, in my heart. Mm-hmm. So someone who blazed through, what does this mean to have a dream that on the surface looks peaceful but that is inducing stress? Um, I would say it is a sort of need to rebel against what's currently going on. You were feeling like... Things, while they seem to be going well, are not going as well as we'd like them to be going. Wow. Mm-hmm. I buy that. Really? You say that's on target <laughs> yeah, psychologically? Yeah. That things on the surface look to be going great, but deep down you know there's turmoil. Mm-hmm. Not Where's, even turmoil, but it's like, oh, we should be going a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. We, should be, we, should be, we should be making some noise, you know? That, se- that strikes you as accurate, you know? Sure. Wow. <laughs> I, I mean, yep. it is a rather broad umbrella that I think most people might agree with. <laughs> In relation to anything in their life, but... Thanks for that. I'll uh, think about that some more. Uh Indeed. I think we should get into it, don't you? Yeah, let's get the first dream. Thank you to everybody who submitted your dreams to us. We're very, very happy that our real listeners get to air their real dreams right here on the show. Let's listen to our first one, and Gary Janelle and I will break it down. Hi, guys. I'd like to tell you about the House of a Thousand Fears... Or, as the theme song goes, Welcome to the House of a Thousand Fears. The House of a Thousand Fears was a recurring dream that I've had, well, had, between uh, the ages of 8 and 12. And I had it three separate times that I can remember. And the House of a Thousand Fears was a traditional, like, fun house where each room was connected by a hallway. And it was always really dimly lit and that music that I just sang would be playing constantly on a loop over some sort of speaker or whatever as I walked through this house. And the house, it, it always had tangible fears of mine, like, you know, one room had my parents dead at the hands of my sister, another had me dead in a car accident, and I would always wake up and be stricken, scared by having to go through the house of a thousand fears. But the interesting thing about it is the last time I dreamt about the house uh, was when I was 14, freshman year of high school, and I apparently came to the House of a Thousand Fears when it was being repaired. All of the lights in the place were on. I could see things that had scared me before were really just like animatronic puppets and nothing to be scared of. There was a guy on a ladder attempting to replace a speaker, and the theme song that I had sung to you guys was playing over the speakers again, but almost as if it was a broken record and would skip and just twitch out and not play correctly. And so I go through the entire House of a Thousand Fears and just realize that there was nothing to be scared about the entire time. It was all just bullshit you know, kitty stuff. And ever since, I have not had a single dream where I've had to go back to the House of a Thousand Fears. So I thought I'd bring it up to you guys to analyze, and I hope you enjoy. Thank you very much. Wow, that's our first dream that has a theme song. Yeah. I like the theme song, too. Welcome to the House of a Thousand Fears. <laughs> yeah, it feels like... um. The Skipper, the Gulliver, Gilligan's, Gilligan's Island. There we go. Ooh, yeah. Gilligan's Island. Yeah. I mean, it sounds real old school horror movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, Jenna, what are you taking away from this? Like, well, I, what immediately jumped out at me was uh, one of his fears was his parents dead at the hands of his sister. What's yeah. going on there? Yeah, that is grim and specific. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very specific. Yeah, so, yeah. I feel like. I feel like There's that's some other stuff like, going on there. I feel like if we're talking about parents dying at the hands of sisters, we're clearly talking about, uh, you know, him thinking that his sister has more power, more mm. uh, sway in the family. Like he's not as big a part. He doesn't get to play as big a part mm. as he wish he did. I think that's what it is. So that's actually a manifestation of his sister exercising the ultimate power and uh, taking his parents away from him. So this is less about the actual fear of death, death. and murder and more about uh-huh. the competitiveness, the Absolutely. need for affection. Yes. Who's going to win? Mm-hmm. Now, Gary, how often does it happen in dreams like this that someone will have a recurring dream and actually have a— A dream that kind of stops— A resolution. Like a resolution. A resolution dream, a corrective I'd dream. I'd say when it comes to recurring dreams, I'd say 5 to 10% of the people having recurring dreams have resolution dreams also. Wow. Uh-huh. And is that reflective—I mean, he said that happened when he was 14. Is that just childhood's over, a new phase is happening, it's time I to believe, move on? I believe that's a big part of it. I feel like if we're talking about horny dreams as we were earlier— He's no longer got time to think about the House of a Thousand Fears. He needs to think about, we're talking titties. We're talking butts, you know? <laughs> what? Like, these things need to, he, he needs to make space for that. For new horny dreams. Yeah, absolutely. Wait, for adolescent. Saying, Gary, you yeah. went to school for this, and you're saying his dream, his, his terror <laughs> dream was resolved so he could think about titties and butts. <laughs> Sexuality in general. And no matter yeah. what, butts are a factor. Butts are the best. You're a butt We guy. all like them. And I think so is our caller. You're saying that from what you just heard on that message, you can discern that our yeah, absolutely, our, our, our listener is an mm-hmm. ass man. Mm-hmm. Where, 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 where'd you get that? Dim lights. The lights are low. What else are low on the body? But, We're talking butts. But. Talking butts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like when he's 14, the lights are on. He can see everything. Everything's clear, crystal clear. What else is crystal clear? Crystal Pepsi. What is Pepsi? A cola. Where's cola from? I'm talking Atlanta, Georgia, that's Coca-Cola. But it's still a cola product. And what's Atlanta? It's home of the big booty. <laughs> that, that, that's America's home of the big booty. Wow. Yeah. That is... That's why you got to go to school for this shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's you got to go to school. So many... got to break it down. Mm-hmm. Logic leaps there. Now, Gary, how often does a dream have a theme song? A theme song? I will say that was only the third time I've heard about a dream having a theme song. Wow, you you know of two other cases. Two others. Do you happen yeah. to remember those theme songs? One was actually a TV theme song, but it just like played on loop. Uh-huh. And the other was like, oh, we're here and we're hanging out, having fun in the dream. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. It sounds like you're, it was somebody who was trying to get into lucid dreaming, so that was their way of knowing whether or not it was actually a dream. And is this someone you were working hands-on with to help them try to achieve yeah, this lucid was, uh, dreaming? Yeah, th- this was one of my uh, subjects for my thesis. Your thesis? Oh, I didn't now, even know you wrote Do you know thesis. if the dream, if that song came to them, or is this a thing that they recited to themselves? I think that they recited it to themselves in their head, mm-hmm. and they knew that if they were in the dream, they would say it. Like, a lot of ways that people lucid dream are they check the lights because lighting doesn't change in dreams. So if you, like, flick the lights on and off, if the lights don't change, you're dreaming. But that didn't work for this subject. So they created a, well, we created, like, a mantra of sorts, a theme song. And they would only ever say it in their head. And once they were dreaming, if they heard it, they know that they were dreaming. And It was, here we are, hanging out, having, having fun, fun in, in the, the dream. dream. Yeah, and then it's like, bam, now you can fly. 
Now you can change your clothes. You can do whatever. Everybody knows that one of the number one goals when you set out, I want a lucid dream, is I, re- I, want, I, want, to to, I want to be able to change my clothes <laughs> in the dreamscape. Want to achieve a mastery over the alternate reality that is dream so I can put on a different shirt, maybe yeah. get some drier socks. We just yeah. want to look how we want to look. Yeah. And for me, I'm happy with my naked self, but uh, sometimes my clothes are a little whack, so <laughs> really? I want to get better at that. I, you strike me as someone who has good style, generally. I, I try to, but sometimes but I not don't. not in the dreams. In dreams, I wake up wearing pajamas, and I'm like, I don't want to wear pajamas, dude. I want to be out here rocking some Bermuda shorts, make my thighs a little bit bigger. And it's like, all right, cool. Now we're looking like cool dudes. <laughs> it's wow, it. Bermuda shorts. That's a good tip, hot tip from dream expert Gary Richardson. Next time you know you're dreaming, throw on some shorts. Absolutely. And get them thighs up. Get your thighs up, throw on some uh-huh. shorts, and really live how yeah. you always wanted to. Should we get to another dream? Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Do just want to very sincerely say thank you to Casper, the obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. Don't forget, you get 50 bucks off any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash dreams. Use the offer code dreams. Terms and conditions apply. That's www.casper.com slash dreams. Let's go ahead. Let's hear another listener-submitted dream here on In Your Dreams, sponsored by Casper Mattress. Well, I had a dream where it was somebody's birthday. I'm not sure whose. Uh, everyone was in the living room, a lot of people. Uh, I looked into the kitchen. I saw my mom lighting candles. Uh, after they were all lit, a lot of candles, probably maybe 100 candles on this cake. They all start getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And bigger, and eventually they start growing arms and legs and faces, big, mean, scary faces, and they all jump off the cake onto the floor, and they start chasing everybody in the house. This is havoc. Everybody's running around. Everyone's being chased by these candles, and as soon as someone gets caught, the candle catch sets them on fire, and they all die of fiery death. I somehow managed to evade them for a long time. I start seeing everyone there burn up and die. I don't think it was specific people. It was just random dream faces. Uh, I eventually tripped over a pillow, a couch pillow in the living room, and the candle told me I had 10 seconds to move. He was going <laughs> to set me on fire. He counted to 10, and then I woke up. So that's that. So while this may sound like a I'm scared of aging dream, I should go ahead and say I was maybe eight years old. When I had this dream, it's probably the earliest dream I can remember. So that's how that went down. I want to go ahead and say I'm sorry for laughing, but something about that tickled all of us in this room in a real way. <laughs> the <Yeah>. candle told him. <laughs> yeah. <you got> to- <laughs> chased by big, giant birthday candles. Well, there's so much here to unwrap. Janelle, what, what's your initial takeaways before we pass it off to Gary? I mean, we've got these giant candles. It is birthdays. It is havoc. Setting people on fire. Yeah, it's a lot going on. Yeah, um, what do you think is going on deep down in this person's psyche at the age of eight? I, initially, I was going to say he's afraid of fire, maybe, but then everybody was dying in yeah. fiery deaths. And, uh, yeah, there's something about his mom lighting the candles. Is there a distrust absolutely. of motherhood in here? Is there absolutely. a Isn't it always? Absolutely. I think with it being some birthday, you know, it's just like we're not talking about birthdays now. We're talking about just reasons to celebrate. Okay. We're talking about his mom shows up. With something that's intended to make the party pop, right? Party pop, yeah. But the mom, I'm assuming, as always, ruins it in a way that is so disastrous and embarrassing that the caller wishes that anybody who was witness to this folly 
just died. A yeah. fiery death. Absolutely. So this is someone who is very embarrassed by their mother. That's what I think, yeah. I think wow. it's a maternal embarrassment. So yeah. that listeners out there, I wonder if that's true. You sense that maybe your mother's a loose cannon. Maybe you're sensing that your mother's a little out of step with the world. Mm-hmm. And you're wishing a fiery death upon everyone who sees that embarrassment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So wow. that you just don't have to talk about it. Now, what about the presence of 100 candles? Yeah, 100 candles. 100 is a nice big round number. Any thoughts yeah. on that? Specific Janelle? as well, too, though. Yeah. So it might be that when you're eight years old, 100 just seems like yeah, the biggest like, number yeah, uh-huh. that you can think <laughs> yeah. of. You know, 100 of anything yeah. just seems. Like unlimited. It yeah. might as well be unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you think unlimited embarrassment, unlimited shame. Uh-huh. This you're going to need a lot of big, mean, scary faces to come and take care of everybody so that you don't have to walk around with this embarrassment. So nobody's going to whisper behind your back because they've all been lit up by these candles. So you're saying at the age of eight, our caller was so insecure and so filled with shame that death imagery was the only way he could rationalize his, his feelings towards Absolutely. his own sense of em- embarrassment and insecurity. Absolutely. D- directly and like dealing with his mother. And you would say this right to this, if this was a session where you were having it one-on-one with this, mm-hmm. with this listener, you'd say this right to his face. Yes. I told you I'm here to keep it real, to be honest. Yeah. I'm trying to walk an honest line. I want to be a better man. I want to be an honest man. That got really intense. Yeah, I feel like, you know, well, we all have our own issues to deal uh-huh. with, but maybe <laughs> Gary is also going through some yeah. things. Yeah, I haven't thought of this, and in, mm-hmm. in, in, this is our fourth episode. Gary, how much of your explorations of the dream world are a way to sort of wrangle some of your own hopes, desires, maybe even insecurities? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think about that. Not at all. Huh. I haven't thought about it at all. Because I think it actually struck me as pretty, pretty astute all, when Janelle noticed. I'm it. just saying that I haven't thought about it. I'm just al- analyzing to Gary myself right now. Yeah, let's go ahead. I think we should follow this. Let's go. I think um, Gary's. Analyzing. I'm gonna go get some water. Hold on. We, right, we're right in the middle of this. You don't want to? I thought it would be fun. I'm gonna go get some water. Hopefully, somebody has one of those packets that you put into the water and makes it turn into juice, like a crystal light. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I guess we'll just take another. It's anytime. The whole time. Anytime he gets personal, he just gets up. He gets out of here. It's very. I mean, to go to school just to analyze dreams. Well, that's a whole thing. There's all this weird stuff that's been like he. He didn't know what city his own school was in. One of our like. Ah, man of secrets. How did you think he has like expert level? Like, is he striking yet? I'm not trying to have you talk bad, but. I'm just very overwhelmed. I've been very confused. We'll cut this what, what, part what out. What episode are we in now? This is the fourth one. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling, like, honestly, like I got a little bit, like, hoodwinked or something. I mean, what reason would he have to lie? I don't know. Hmm. He kind of says a lot of things that don't make sense, but he says them with, like, a lot of conviction and bravado. That seems to work for a lot of people. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I don't I mean, know. What I'm, not, I'm, what I'm said sorry about... to drag you into it, yeah. No? What he said up? What's up? Right? <laughs> that was pretty fun, right? <laughs> pretty fun way to come back into a room, right? Did you get the juice? Did anyone no, actually have no the juice. packets? No juice. Just water? Just water. Yeah. How often How often do people have on hand? <laughs> I've never had crystal light, so I don't know. It's, it's definitely not the, juice. 
Yeah. That's, just one okay. of the that's, that's my uh, rating of Crystal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That should be the slogan. Yeah, it's definitely not juice. It's definitely yeah. not juice. <laughs> Why are we here talking now about any products, <laughs> Gary Richardson? I don't know. Outside of a Casper mattress. Who yeah, has you're right. Brought us in your dreams, this wonderful podcast with our wonderful friends like Chanel. Do not forget, you can get 50 bucks off any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash dreams. Use the offer code dreams. Terms and conditions apply. That's casper.com slash dreams. Offer code dreams. They, they got to give me a mattress for free, right? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Okay, cool. Tight. We did find out. Uh, Gary does, I believe what you've told me thus far, what I've been able to piece together, it's an air mattress with a hole in it, and you keep it up on the wall. You pull it down with a string every night. That is your current mattress situation. Mm-hmm. I do feel bad for that. I personally do sleep on a Casper mattress. I love it. It's memory foam. It's like really, it's great sleep. It is the best mattress. My, it's, my wife and I both say best mattress we've ever slept on. And I mentioned this to Gary. Gary and I have been, have been friends for years now. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned that, and that's when I found out about his whole background. Oh. I had said to him, I said, like, Casper's going to sponsor it. And, yeah, and I had mentioned and to him that he was, told, mm-hmm. gave me a mattress from my other podcast, and it's actually a product I really believe in. They have this whole very cool thing where you can sleep on it for, like, 100, 100 nights, nights, and if you yeah. don't like it, mm-hmm. you give it back. And So, Gary, I don't mean to rub it in your face huh. with your air mattress rigged up to the That mm-hmm. was a little uh, rub in the face. A little bit, yeah. Directly mm-hmm. after. Yeah. Uh-huh. Talking about your air mattress I situation. Casper has sponsored us. They're bringing, the, bringing this podcast to the world, and it, it's very cool. It's not like they're sitting here telling us we have to do anything, but we do have to mention it and thank them. And it's, you know, at, at times a little uncomfortable to thank them. No, Gary's in what sounds to be a little bit more of a thrown together <laughs> situation. situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel bad, but. I don't need you to feel bad. Okay. I need you to get on the phone with Casper, tell him that you have a co-host, tell him that he needs a Casper mattress. You want me to do that? Yeah. And me to personally get on the phone. Or if you can give me your phone, I'll I'll call him. But I'm going to pretend to be you. You're saying either I have to call or you will pose as me, but you're... Should we listen to another dream? Let's just get back to the podcast. That'd be be tight. Okay. Remember when I was like, what's up? That was fun? It was. (laughs) Let's get back to that. What's up? Yeah, let's do one more dream. One more listener-submitted dream left on our voicemail. Thank you guys all for participating. And let's go ahead and see what we've got. Hi. Uh, I had a dream when I was 13 that I was standing in a stadium with a bunch of other people that I knew, and they were all with my parents. They were all walking towards a wooden door at the front of the stadium. And whenever they opened the door, there was a blinding white light, and all the parents were crying because somehow you knew that once you passed through that door, you couldn't come back. And to my understanding, it was heaven or just the afterlife. And I was standing with my mom, who was crying, telling me that I had to go. I had to go through that door. And I remember looking at all of my peers that I saw walking through the door, calling to them saying, don't you know what you're doing? Like, you can't go back on this once you've started it. And I looked to my mom and I said, I don't want to leave. She says, you have to leave. You have to go. So I started to walk towards the door. But as soon as I got to the front, I couldn't do it. And I looked back and my mom was still crying. And this what I guess was an angel, came and talked to me and said, like, this is your one chance to go through the store. Do you want to do it? Once it closes, you can never go back through it again. And I just remember standing there in that dream, looking around that stadium, looking at my mom, thinking about my life, and just starting to scream, I'm only 13, I'm too young to die, repeating that until I woke up. And I remember that dream to this day, and I am 22 years old. Anyway, good luck with the new podcast. See ya. Bye. Thanks for saying good luck with the new podcast. Yeah, Appreciate I feel like that. all the bleakest, 
dreams and with like a, well, hey, have fun. <laughs> that was some grim Whoa. shit. Well, that's right comforting. There. You can move on. <laughs> I get grim shit. 13, I'm too young to die. I'm too young yeah, to die. 13, I'm too young to die. That's a hell of a dream. That's too much. Think about that for nine years, it sounds um, like. Yeah. Mm. Now, Janelle, what, what are your takeaways? Were either well, you, I thought. I was raised Catholic. My guess is this person was definitely raised Catholic because it fucks you up. Short ass. Yeah. I was raised Lutheran, which is pretty similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. guilt-driven, a guilt-fear-driven. Yeah. Does uh, Catholicism have hell? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Lutherans are big, big on way. hell. Yeah. Big way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, probably one of those one of those stoic religions. Is yeah. Where, uh, but what I thought, yeah. it sounded like uh, peer pressure. Peer pressure? In what way? Yeah. All her friends are going through. Her mom is there, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody else is doing it. And her mom is like, you go through the door, you can't come back. You know, Mm -hmm. it just made me think of me being 13 and like hanging out with this girl that was like, my mom was like, that's not a good person, you know, but I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to hang out with her anyway. And getting into like trouble situations, but always having my mom's voice, like my mom, even though she wasn't there physically being like, you know, this isn't something you're supposed to do. And once you do it. That's that's that. So you're saying yeah. the religious imagery is less about religion and more that's that's a way for this person to filter it through their experience. Right. Mm-hmm. And then a, if you grow up religion, that's mm-hmm. going to appear to oh, an angel yeah. as well. And then, yeah. So this is more about becoming an adult, making your own choices, right. knowing that you get to make your own mistakes now, but that also means that you might fundamentally yeah. change. There are things that you can't take back. Yeah. That's correct. what Janelle is saying. Gary, oh, you're saying that's correct. I'm saying that is correct. Yeah, I'm saying that, is, that, that this is all about being 13. Knowing that you are now at a place where there are choices that you can make that your parents cannot stop you from making. I don't know. Let's say uh, at 13 years old, people are being introduced to some of your more casual drugs. You know, you're being introduced to your pots, right? Once you start doing that, you can't go back. Yeah. Once your mom finds some weed in your pocket, game over. You're, you're no longer mommy's little angel. Yeah. You, you've walked through the door. Sure, you can still stay in the stadium. But you can't go back to that door. You can't pretend like that stadium's the same. You can't because you're cushed up. And what's the worst thing when your parents catch you doing something when they say, uh, you know, I've lo- I can't trust you anymore. Oh, you know, yeah, like, oh, you disappointed me. Yes. I'm so I didn't know you were that type of person. I didn't know you were that. Oh, God. I thought I was a better mother than that. You would almost that. rather die. Oh. Yeah, what did I do to deserve this? Look at yeah. that. that kind now, of Gary, this is the second episode where you've used the phrase cushed up. Gary does seem to enjoy this phrase. Have you heard this phrase, Chanel? <laughs> I have not. I I'm really? not saying it now. I like Gary it. said cushed up and cheaped up were very commonly known things. I did not. Well, cheaped up isn't as common, but I think it's a more fun to say. <laughs> but cushed up. Cushed up, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Wow. And maybe it's not common, but maybe I say it with an unusual... Uh, Confidence. Absolutely. There so you go. is, you're going to make it a thing. Absolutely. Exactly. It's a thing now. It should be. Amongst it the listeners of, of Dream Analysis podcast, Cushed Up yes. is going to be the new sensation. Mm-hmm. I wonder, because I never got caught with weed, but I did get caught uh, drinking when I was 16 years old, okay. 17 years old. And it did have a moment where my, my mother really, I mean, the Catholic guilt came. She, she hit the gas on that. Mm-hmm. She went zero to 60 on that. The next morning, I went to drive to school, and she said I couldn't take the car because she thought I still might be drunk. Oh, and gosh. I realized oh, I, have, I have fundamentally altered how my mother sees me yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Forever. Do you remember any moments like oh, that? Oh, yeah. I remember coming in late and my mom saying, like, 
I'm too young to be a grandmother. <laughs> and I'm really? Like, yeah. How old were you? Uh, like 16. And you'd had like... I was just out. I just like lost track of time. And she yeah. just thought I was like at an orgy, <laughs> apparently, you know, yeah. so... But I'll never forget that. I do remember a time where I, I, I went to my buddy's house and we were playing video games, very innocent, lost track of time, legit. And it was a summer. I didn't get home till like 4.30 or 5 in the morning. And my mom was up and waiting for me. Mm-hmm. And I think this was the summer before I left for college. And she was, like, standing arms crossed in the door. And I was like, oh, God, she's up. She, mm-hmm. Yeah. She was invisibly furious. And I remember she came in, and she's like, you kept me up all night. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm really sorry. And she's like, you missed your curfew. And I don't know why, but I was like, yeah. But, like, what? Like, what are you going to do about like, it? Like, what can you actually do about it? And I'll never forget. She looked right at me. She's like, well, finally figured it out. Let's oh, go gosh. to bed. And I was like, whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> this was all just intimidation tactics whoa. the whole time. She straight up was like, you finally have asked me what I will actually do. And the answer and is not nothing. much. Yeah. Whoa. Not well, much. I want to say also with I this get, dream, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. the presence of the wooden door, I think that does signify old school ideals. Oh. Uh-huh. And knowing that you have to cross through that barrier to start figuring out who you are and what you actually believe and what you think is worth fighting for. Wow. hmm and I've wondered, too, if there's anything to be said for this, Gary. I know that many religions over time, because I've, I've, I've been really reading up on this in an effort to keep up with Gary, a lot of religions really have leaned into dream analysis. I even know with Christian imagery, like dream imagery uh, and dream analysis is mentioned in the Bible. I was reading up on this yesterday. Huh. I'm sure you know. Yeah, for sure. It was pretty famously one specific person that was cited as someone who could, was sort of like a dream like interpreter. Or, oracle and interpreter. Yeah. Huh. Who's that? Gary, Gary, I'm sure Gary knows. I want to see if you know, though. Joseph. He's Joseph. Joseph was, I'd say, OG. You know, Joseph was one of the fathers of this here game that we're playing. You know? He figured it out. You finally figured it out, Chris. Well, I want to thank everybody who submitted their voicemails. I want to thank... Casper for sponsoring this, allowing this thing to happen. It's been so fun. And Janelle, go ahead. Let's tell us what do, what do you got going on. How can people find out more about yeah, your stuff? Yeah, you could just uh, Google me or uh, Janelle James, uh, and I'm at JanelleJamesComedy.com. I do shows all over New York every night, and uh, I tour frequently across the country. All my tour dates are on there. And I have a big social media presence, so if you like drama, just look me up. <laughs> you, do, you do enjoy the drama. Hell Janelle yeah. James. Gary, this one was so fun. This was a blast. Dreams is produced by David Herman with help from many of the fine folks at Earwolf, Lex Friedman, Chris Bannon, John Delore, Jared O'Connell, and Zach Dinerstein. Our theme song is Square Ball by the Underground Railroad to Candyland. This show would not be possible without you, the listeners, sending us your strange and wonderful dreams. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep tabs on me, Chris Gethard, on Twitter, at Chris Gethard. And you can follow me, Gary Richardson, at Gary, yes, Gary. And, of course, In Your Dreams is brought to you by Casper, the obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. Don't forget, you can get $50 off any mattress purchased by visiting www.casper.com dreams and using the offer code DREAMS. Terms and conditions apply, of course. Uh, that's casper.com dreams. Use the offer code DREAMS. 
I'm Chris Gethard. I'm Gary Richardson. Thanks for listening. Good night. <laughs>